What is up, everybody? Stacey Blackwood here, joined as always by Jake Thomas for another edition of Tide Talk Live to recap Alabama's dominating win over Louisiana Monroe 63-7 to on Saturday. Jake, how you doing, brother? Doing good, man. Uh, it's got uh, – summer's really stuck ahead here in Alabama. It's gotten hot again, but I think this might be the last heat wave per se, but, you know, man, I'll be glad when fall gets here. <laughs> You ain't kidding. I'm sick. I'm sick of the heat. Sick of the yeah. heat. I'm ready. For, I'm ready. For, I'm just. I don't. I just want to skip fall and go straight to winter. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, nice. Usually, uh, so what it does here. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. we'll we'll leave the weather talk to the weather channel. Uh, we're here to talk Alabama football, Jake. Uh, Alabama kind of gets back to their winning. I know they won against Texas, but they get back to their dominating ways against Louisiana Monroe, getting that big win on Saturday. Kind of a a complete performance from Alabama offense, defense, and special teams. We're going to talk just a little bit about that performance here in just a few minutes. But as always, if you're not already, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and give this video a thumbs up. Jump in the comments and let us know your reactions to Alabama's defeat of the Warhawks this past Saturday. Uh, Jake, as we look back at this game, I know you can't take a ton from it. It is, it is Louisiana Monroe. It's a group of five team. Uh, you know, what's really what, – what is something you took away from this game or a couple things you took away from this game that you might have learned from this Alabama football team? Well, you know, I didn't get to watch the game live Saturday. I had a wedding to go to. I don't know who plans weddings during the during Alabama football season, but it was. So, I actually recorded it. So, I, I've i been watching all weekend. I finished it up just a few short minutes ago before we started recording. Um, I will say, you know – from reading, you know, over the weekend on what people were saying, they said, yeah, it was a dominating win, but it didn't feel like it because it seemed like the offense kind of struggled. But I don't want to talk about the negatives. You know, we, we can talk about negatives all day. Let's talk about a few positives that I did take away. Alabama's run game is this close for breaking out. And and Jameer Gibbs, of course, is having a great season. He's, you know, he's he's doing exactly what we thought and the passing game and all that. But Jay, Jace McClellan is ready to break out because he had that one long run against Texas. Rodell Williams in this game this past weekend had the entire UL Monroe team on top of him, and he some, somehow gets out of it and, and gets a touchdown. I don't know how he did that. That was incredible. He's ready to break out. Number two, we know – there's not the chemistry still not there between Bryce and his receivers, but Holden is starting to look more and more like the guy that next guy that's going to be be the breakout star at wide receiver. The two had a great game, and freshman, Amari, I think it's Amari Niblack or uh, Amari Niblack. He's he looks really good defensively. I'll go one one other thing. Well, two other things. Jahim Otis is going to be a problem. I'm sorry. I mean, he, he's already a problem. Hey, it seems like he's in the backfield every time he's in, you know, he's in the lineup uh, or on the field. And the last thing, the linebacking core that Alabama has, Jay, you know, Jalen Moody has been, success, you know, exceptional this year. But Toa Toa finally finally showed up for Alabama. You know, he had flashes last year, but he took over this game and had a great game this past weekend. So hopefully they all can build on that momentum 
because we're going to need them in a few weeks when we go to Arkansas because we know Alabama struggles on the road this past couple of seasons. But, I mean, that run game, I feel it's just that close to, to being where it needs to be. Yeah, I, I really agree with with all that you had to say, and you know, of course, there's there's always negatives that you can take away from from each and every contest, right. even blowout wins like this one. And and yeah, the offense never really found a rhythm, but but part of that was because of how effective the special teams unit was. Oh, man. I mean, every time Alabama got the ball, they were already in plus territory. So you're never going to develop a rhythm when you have two or three play drives, which they had several times. Uh, you know, they scored a defensive touchdown. They scored two special teams touchdowns. So uh, it, it's hard to find a rhythm when you're, uh, you know, getting points in, in different ways and when you're always in plus territory. When, when you can't ever have any long drives, you know, 10, 12 play drives because you're always in plus territory, it's hard to establish any type of rhythm. But I'm, I'm, I agree with you. The running game seems to be improving. And I think, like you said, it's just about chemistry with those young wide receivers and Bryce Young because – uh, you're, I don't think the Alabama coaching staff knows who they want to play yet at wide receiver. Right. Yeah. I mean, th- this week it was Isaiah Bond instead of Kobe Prentice. I mean, it mm-hmm. was so. So they're playing a ton of guys. They're trying to figure out, you know, the right mix of players. And you have to remember, JoJo Earl, the starting slot is not yet played, mm-hmm. and Tyler Harrell, the 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 really talented Louisville transfer, has not played yet. Jake, you could make the argument. They are two of the top four most talented receivers we have on our roster. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Getting those guys back are going to be huge. And and JoJo Earl and, and Bryce Young have chemistry already. They played together last season. So uh, I'm not giving up on the passing game just yet. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that's very premature. Premature. We played three games. Uh, it's just it's still too early to tell about those types of things. And mm-hmm. you talked about the running game. Uh, that, that series with Rodell Williams, when he really just ran the ball every single play for about five plays until he scored, he mm-hmm. ran right behind freshman guard Tyler Booker, Jake, who Dude. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how Alabama's going to keep him off the field. I don't know if they take out Cohen, if they take out Ekior, yeah. but I, I don't know that he's not our best guard, period. I agree. I mean, he and had a great game. He is he is a hoss. He is physical. He is uh, aggressive. Uh, he has that uh, that just that mentality that that you want in an offensive lineman, kind of that Landon Dickerson mentality, where yes. you know he's gonna he's gonna make you quit. I mean, that's what he's gonna make you do. And uh, I'm anxious to see how they continue to use him with this with this album offense, uh, because like I said, it, it looks like he's battling either Ekior or Cohen for one of those starting guard spots, and. Uh, it would not shock me before it's all said and done if he if he is one of those guards and and I'm excited to see how that kind of plays out. Other than that, I'm really happy with the offensive line, Jake. Yeah, uh, T- Tyler Steen has been solid. Darren Dalcourt has been phenomenal in my opinion. I mean, he's been one of the best centers uh, in the SEC in this young season. J.C. Latham is is finding his groove there at right tackle. So yeah. I think by the time the season, uh, you know, is six eight games in. We're going to be looking at this album offensive line as one of the top offensive lines in the SEC, and we're we're really going to be proud of what we what we're rolling out there each and every uh, possession on offense, and and then about that time as well is when you're going to see the receivers start to to mesh with Bryce Young, and and like you mentioned, Cameron Latou, you can tell him and Bryce have that good chemistry because yes. they're they're just in sync, they're in rhythm every time they're 
the, you know, Bryce targets him. So uh, that, that's obviously something very positive that, that was taken away from this, this ULM game. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you talked about the running game. We, we've talked about how, you know, the, the depth at running back is just, it's lethal, Jake. You got Gibbs, McClellan, Rodell Williams, Trey Sanders, Jamarian Miller, Beast. <laughs> I, mean, I, I just I'm really happy with the backfield at Alabama and I'm with you. Yeah. It's it's that close from being elite and yeah. it, it could happen sooner rather than later. Exactly. I, I got two more points I want to make real quick. Um Kendrick Law, um I I've I remember and it stuck with me because at, you know out of at Alabama you always hear about how Saban wants his receivers to get downfield and block. Kendrick Law, I think it was like the first possession of the third quarter. We we threw like a little pass out to to Gibbs, and he absolutely Kendrick Law that is absolutely destroyed his guy, and then got upfield and got another guy. I mean, that is a type of right receiver that if he's not going to get the ball, he's going to go find somebody to hit, and that's I love that mentality. Well, that that's uh, what's going to get know. you more reps and playing exactly. time. So, uh, that, exactly. That, that, that's definitely big news. You know, we talked about yeah. receivers, and that's a guy we didn't talk about until now. So, yeah, uh, I think people need to remain patient with this album offense. That's all mm-hmm. I can really say about yeah. the offense moving forward. Just be patient. We're three yeah. games in. Mm-hmm. Uh, a really young, <laughs> a really young wide receiver core. Yeah. Uh, who are who ain't gonna do nothing, nothing but get better? So I, I'm exactly. excited about what's coming in a few weeks. Absolutely. And the other thing is, I've seen a lot of people compare Miller to a young Sean Alexander, and to me, that's high praise. Hmm. I mean, that's interesting. So it that's is. Interesting. It is. I mean, if he turns out to be, you know, Sean Alexander, ask that. That'd be great for Alabama. He reminds me more of a Mark Ingram. His running style, anyway. He does. His, his you know, I, I watched a little bit, you know, of his, of his snaps, and, and he does. He, he reminds me a little bit of Mark Ingram. Yeah. And defensively, you talked about the defense for a minute, Jake. The, the defense, I have no complaints out of the defense. I no. mean, I know they gave up that one score, but Jake, that, that was really, I know and Coach Saban kind of took the blame for it. He went for it there at midfield for no reason. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and so you put your defense in a bad situation with minimal rest, uh, and it happened to be the possession that Will Anderson was not on the field. It was his time to, you know, kind of be on rest and on light duty for one possession. So that was just really – that wasn't just because the defense played poorly. It's because they were put in a bad spot uh, without their best players. So uh, it just yeah. – you know, and, and ULM's got guys on scholarship too. Let's not forget that. <laughs> right, exactly. But the defense, you know, I, I have no complaints for uh, about they, they were – and it seemed like they was in position where they're supposed to be. All the gaps was covered. Everybody was on a man, and, and it looked it looked very fluid. Um, and then special teams, like you said, you know, we already know what we got with Roy Rockard. But my gosh, if if that you know punt return team can continue that up, I mean, it, Alabama. You know, I, I I'm glad that Branch got the return, but I was hoping Kool Aid <laughs> would. would would get one, but I mean, I know Kool Aid was happy for him as well. But man, that 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 punt team could could set the tone for some of these games in, in the future for us. Yeah, that that could be a game changer if, if, mm-hmm. if teams continue to choose to, to punt to Alabama. And, and just think, Jake, that was going to be JoJo Earl. I mean, right? Kool Aid was our second option at punt returner. So yeah, uh, people need to remember that as well. And I, I was just surprised that that ULM continued to punt Alabama. 
I mean, I when when do you finally wave the white flag and just kick it out of bounds? Uh, I, I mean, I would just shank it out of bounds before I would <laughs> kick it to him. I mean, that's that's crazy, but. But all in all, Jake, it's hard to really you can't you can't take a ton away from it from from the game, uh, either positive or negative. You just kind of have to take it for what it is. Album did what they were supposed to do. They played well in all three phases, which you have to be encouraged by. And the team does show signs of improvement from from the Texas week. Uh, the penalties were down. I think what three penalties in the entire yeah. contest. Um, so the the run, the run defense continues to be. No, that's phenomenal. amazing. I mean, yeah. I know they got like 70-something yards, but it took them about 40 carries. So, uh, right. the, the rush defense is, is fantastic for Alabama. Justin Aboibe, Jaheim Otis, Byron Young, uh, DJ Dale, they they continue to just be stout against the run. And and like you said, both Henry Toto and Jalen Moody, and even guys like Deontay Lawson and Kendrick Blackshire, when they get in, they, they play fantastic too, Jake. So I, I really like the depth we have at inside linebacker. And with, with Henry Toto and Jalen playing both really at All-American level right now, uh, that's a good sign for your defense when you know what you have on the edge with, with Will Anderson and, and Dallas Turner. So uh, it's just a matter of time before this album of defense really turns things up. And and I think you're going to see, you know, you really haven't seen the album of defense be truly, truly tested yet because once Quinn Ewers went down, Jake, that, that really hurt the Texas offense. But uh, come October 1st, and I don't want to look past Vanderbilt because they have two quarterbacks that are really solid guys, and we're going to talk about yeah. them in our preview show. But uh, So that's going to be an interesting matchup there as well, and they're not just a pushover anymore. But but the real first test for Alabama is when they, when they travel to Fayetteville to take on K.J. Jefferson and that Arkansas rushing attack. That is just fantastic. So um, I, I think Alabama's in great shape right now. Uh, they show signs of improvement. Uh, the offense is, is starting to click a little more. The defense is, is firing on all cylinders. Uh, Will Anderson is doing Will Anderson things. He's getting pick sixes. Uh, so that's that's bad news for opposing defenses or opposing offenses. So yeah. uh, all in all, I'm happy with that where Alabama's at right now. I think they have a ton of room to improve. And once they show those improvements, Jake, uh, the, they're going to be among the elite in college football, which they already are, but they'll be even more elite. Absolutely. I, I have no complaints with, with the game this week, like, like you have stated, you know. And the thing about Will Anderson, he, he's got the – you know, he now knows what it feels like to be in the end zone. You know, he he wants that ball. He's going to be even more hungry now. So, that might be bad news, like you said, moving forward. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. But that's going to wrap up this episode as we recap Alabama's dominating win over ULM 63-7 to in week three. Uh, we're going to be bringing you – a preview show of the Vanderbilt matchup later this week. So make sure you are subscribed to our channel uh, so you don't miss any of the content here at Tide Talk Live. Make sure you ring that notification bell so as soon as we upload, you get notified that there is a new episode up. Like we said, give this video a thumbs up, help it reach 100 likes, and jump in the comments and let us know your thoughts on the album of Crimson Tide after their week three win over ULM. But that's going to wrap this episode up. Thanks so much for watching. And until next time, roll tide. Roll tide. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.